Hey, Dream Tracers. This is Anthony Hayes, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 171 of Chasing Dreams. Before we go any further, a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by our Patreon campaign supporters. Thanks to all of you for not just your monetary support, but for also believing in my mission to help inspire, empower, and equip people to chase their dreams. Your help makes it possible for me to continue that work. For more information on our Patreon campaign, and or if you'd like to donate a dollar a month to help keep the show going, you can learn more at amyj21.com slash Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Thanks again. Guys, I'm so excited to introduce you to a friend of mine. This has been a long time coming. I'm not sure what the delay was, but it is what it is. Here he is, Anthony Hayes. Anthony has lived in darkness of depression and anxiety for years. That was over a decade ago. Anthony has since become an author, a podcaster, blogger, and most importantly, a father. He's a good friend, and I am so excited to have him here today and for you guys to hear our conversation. We had a lot of fun with it. So here it is. Hey, Anthony, welcome to the show. Hey, Amy. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. You know, I don't know how we haven't had you sooner. It's a mystery of, of the world, but you are here finally. Yes. Yeah. What's up with that? I, I don't know. I mean, I see you at the conference. You go away. We talked about it. We've said, hey. We talk and man. spitball and it's okay. We're here. It's fine. We, we've made it happen. And guys, it I, I wanted Anthony on the show, not just because he's such an awesome person, but because of his journey, his story. Don't lie to your listeners. I, all right. You guys, you could decide for yourself. How about that? Is that fair? <laughs> You could decide for yourself, um, but, you know, also because I like having my cool friends on. So that's not a lie. <laughs> that's not a lie. Uh, how are you? Awesome. Awesome. It's been a, it's been a really good week. Um, I know for some people it, uh, you know, may not have been, but that's why we're here today to spread the, uh, love, spread the, um, the good vibes. And um, if you're listening and you're not having a good week today, we hope that this changes it for you. You know, we're at the end of 2018. And that's actually something we probably should talk about vibes and whatnot and how, you know, how your your vibes for 2018 don't have to necessarily follow you into 2019. And some of them, maybe you do want to follow into 2019. But I mean, you talk about spreading good vibes is that something easy for you? Like, did you have good vibes for 2018? Um, eh, I could, I could really use uh, like a refresher and a restart. Mm -hmm. You know, we, um, 
we recently relocated. We moved to another state. So things have been kind of like a roller coaster ride since we've been here. And we're really just finding our rhythm. So I think, um, I think starting this new year off fresh would be just uh, great all around for everyone. So, you know, there's been uh, some great things along the way. So I can hold on to those. But uh, everybody needs a refresher every now and again. So I'm ready to rock. Let's do this. I got to say, you know, t- New Year's is a big time for people to have those fresh starts. Um, so guys, this is, this is your chance. Yes. Go to the gym. Sign up for <laughs> gym membership. Why is that the first thing you go with? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to that point, you know, physical fitness is an important part of one's health. Yes. Yes. And your physical health, um, greatly affects your mental health and vice versa. So. Wait, wait, wait. So I love, I love that that saying so your physical health affects your mental health and your mental health affects your physical health absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. how does one play into the other well if you if you uh if you look good you feel good you know so if you're and and not to mention all the chemical releases that go on uh the stress that you're able to relieve from going from the gym it all it all really really comes full circle there's a real balance there So whether it's going to the gym or even just doing yoga, yoga is so amazing. I mean, if you, if you're scared about going to the gym, working out, go on YouTube and check out yoga with Adrian. She's got 3 million. Okay. Maybe not 3 million, but she's got a ton of videos and they're free and it's, and it's awesome. She does 30 day challenges. So if you want to start your New Year's off right and find that balance, um, yoga would be a great way for you to, to ease back into it. So at what point did you kind of realize that physical health affects your mental health and mental health affects your physical health? When I stopped working out. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I went on hiatus for a really long time. And uh, I, um, when I got back into it, um, I, could, I could see the effects almost immediately and feel, feel the effects almost immediately. Now, did you get back into it knowing that that would affect you or just because you wanted to get back into it? Um, yeah, no, I definitely, it's, it's one of those, those pieces of self care that, you know, whether you go to the gym two, three times a week mm-hmm. or five or seven days a week or some type of physical fitness or exercise. Um, it's, I, I know all too well, the, the positive effects that it has on on your body, um, on your brain, and uh, just your overall well-being. So it was definitely long overdue, but um, you know, you just gotta you just gotta stick with it. Whether it's just a little bit here, a little bit there, just make time for yourself. It's really important. I think there's a great distinction you just made, though, is making time for yourself. I gotta admit, um, I don't often do that, or. I, I make time for myself, but it's for something else, you know? Right. Be selfish. Be selfish for once. You deserve it. It's hard. I mean, have have you always found a way to be selfish or is that something that you kind of got worked yourself up to? Um, I think like anybody else, I go through periods where, you know, I focus a lot on my family, my daughter, uh, and then I kind of forget about myself in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to get lost. Or, yeah, but you know, I think um like anything else you kind of uh reevaluate your um you know, if you if you're if you're not healthy, if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of other people. 
So when it comes down to that, when I found myself slipping in some way, I'm like, wait a sec, did I uh, go to the gym today? Did I eat a good meal today? Did I take vitamins today? And then you can kind of, you know, start, start over, start the day over, start, start that whole process over again. Oh, you said something interesting. So if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of someone else. It's almost like that. Um, I just recently came back from India, guys, traveling. So this is like fresh in my head. When the flight attendants tell you with oxygen mask, right? Yeah. You're supposed to put exactly. it on yourself first. Exactly. Before you help the kids next to you. Well, yeah. If you pass out, then you're not very much help, are you? Yeah, but I, I never thought of it that way. Like, I never yeah. understood why that, why, why we wouldn't, you know, secure the kid first with oxygen right. for ourselves. But yeah. That makes and sense. many, many people do. Many, many people do. I mean, who knew that a flight attendant safety guideline would be something you can apply to daily life? Right. Isn't that weird? The lessons that we learn in the weird <laughs> yes. places. <laughs> yes. Because what you're saying is, you know, take care of yourself so that you are able to take care of someone else. And I never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah, just, absolutely. Everything comes full circle. It's crazy. Well, because I, I have a hard time being selfish. Well, you know what? Maybe uh, you should go out and buy yourself a new pair of shoes today. How about that? Okay. I will do so. Okay, good. It's, it's the holidays and there are sales. So I'm, I'm Yes, you deserve it. Thank you, Anthony. I think I will. You're welcome. Yeah. I like the red ones. The <laughs> With the big heels, I think you should get those. <laughs> I'll see. I'll see what my options are, and, and see where it goes from there. But okay. Well, okay. So no. Okay. So I'm gonna do something selfish today. What is something selfish you could do for yourself today? Me. Um. Right, because you telling me to be selfish was very selfless of you. Yeah. But how do you uh, be selfish for yourself? What could I do today? Maybe you should yourself some to, to some ice cream. I was gonna say chocolate. That'll work. But we may have some ice cream, so that could work, too. Or I could put the chocolate on top of the ice cream Ooh. and get really crazy. Ooh. Oh, that's not... That's... I recommend. Everybody's listening. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. Right. Stop talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I think you should do that because I, it's interesting how, how difficult it was for you and for me to come up with something selfish for us to do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right? But I could come up with something for you. You could come up with something for me. But doing it... For ourselves is not so easy for us. Right? It takes, yeah, it takes a minute. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are the same way. Well, yeah. And guys, I think, I think we owe it to ourselves, as we just demonstrated with the whole uh, flight safety analogy. We have to take care of ourselves. And I think that man, gets lost. Man, you guys are, wow. I, I could go back and listen to this for myself because you guys are getting so many I was awesome tips. Life tips. You're gonna you're gonna listen to this and you're gonna be like, "Wow, well, I, I am just, so much a better person I was because I listened to Chasing Dreams today." Anthony's dropping like nuggets left and right, but I actually, I'm, I'm gonna take everyone back in Anthony's life. Let, let's go back because you wrote a book, and guys, the link to the book will be in the show notes. Um, the science of being, surviving depression. Mm -hmm. Right. The topic of mental health is one. You know, I, I do a theme every year uh, for myself, like a motivating theme for each year. And this year's 2018 was Just Be You. Because I think... Ooh. Thank you. I, I really I like that. enjoy that one. Um, 
I think that mental health is something we don't often think about, just like being selfish is something we don't think about. And you have had a lot of experience with mental health outside of your book that made me also want to talk to you about this because like being selfish, we don't think about it for ourselves. It's easy to make comparisons and um, judgments on other people's mental health and, you know, assumptions and presumptions that are inaccurate, most likely. But for ourselves, it's not something we talk about. Mm -hmm. And so you wrote this book, Science of Being, Surviving Depression. Why did you write this book? I wrote this book as a therapy session um, for myself at the time when I was um, diagnosed with major depressive disorder in like 2004, along with ADHD and like bouts of insomnia as well. And I was, I was jokingly saying, oh yeah, I'm writing a book and I was walking around with a clipboard for months and um, just plain white pieces of paper and writing down what I was going through, what I was feeling. And there was a lot of naysayers. It was like, oh yeah, you're never going to write a book. You're, where can I get it on AJ, AJZon.com? Or, you know, it was just, it was stupid comments like that. And they just kept me going. And it really wasn't even a book at first. And it took a really long time to compile all the information. Um, but I was finally able to do that and make it digestible and get it edited. Um, I have an amazing editor and just put the whole thing together. And um, it turned out to be something pretty great. So when, when you talk about the subject matter, right, and how you were diagnosed, was that a self-diagnosis? Or was that clinically you went to a doctor? And, mm -hmm. and if so, what prompted it? Yeah, I I just woke I kind of woke up one morning. There wasn't a real trigger or trauma and I just felt like off. Like something was another was my usual chipper charismatic self. And I um talked to a doctor friend of mine and they referred me to uh, a psychologist and it kind of just went from there and um yeah, not not self-diagnosed, but um self-realized self-realization um really led to to the you know taking care of it how long do you think you went before you had the self-realization because i think oftentimes people expect there to be a big event and while some that is true in some cases sometimes it's not um as far as Getting myself in, getting a doctor's appointment, that was almost immediate, but it took several years to really take it seriously and to not fall back on old habits and to really try hard to change and to want to change because you have to want to change when it comes down to it. Mm -hmm. And it took, um, it took several years to really find the balance, you know, to find the, the therapy that worked for me, the, the motivation, the medications. So it was, um, it's it's all very trial and error, especially when it comes to mental health, because there's so many things going on. Oh, absolutely. Um, with chemical reactions and serotonin in your body, that that needs to be fixed and balanced out. Um, if that's the route you so choose to go, and obviously you would want to consult with a medical professional, um, because I am not one by any means. Um, but it's a uh, yeah, it's been a long journey. Um, it's you know, it's and it needs constant maintenance. I do it every day. So, oh, really? Okay, so 
that's something else, I guess. I mean, oftentimes people go to the doctor, I broke my arm. Okay, you know, you're in a sling for eight weeks and then some therapy and you're healed. It's done. It's over. So what you're saying is it's not necessarily the case with mental health? No, it's it's a lot more trickier. There's there's so many different things going on and there's changes happening in your body uh, daily, um, daily struggles, things like that. So you have to have that that guidance um, and that professional opinion and that that balancing act. You have to have a team behind you. So it's a uh, you know I have a, a standing appointment every well I go every three months now because I'm really. Um, I have things um, way way more under control than I used to. I used to go like every week, then I went bi-weekly, then I went monthly. That's great. Um, so I, I go every about three months now, but um, it's taken a long time to get to that point. And it's taken a, a lot of hard work, um, and I would not change it for the world. One of the things I think, well, I guess is curious for you, is when when it came to diagnosing and you heard the words probably mental health, uttered right did you bulk at it and just live in denial of some sort because mental health often has the stigma surrounding it that people shy away from it or are in denial of it or just run away from it did that did you ever experience that when you were kind of going through this diagnosis process um you know i really i i was almost naive to it i really didn't know so much about that until a lot of research because I'm constantly reading about psychology and mindset. And I didn't really realize about the stigma until I was like in it um, full on. And this was, this was years later. And this, it's like one of my missions is to, you know, be able to shatter that stigma and to get out there and talk about it and to do things like this uh, here with you today and to just let people know, you know, it's all right. If you, uh, just like you said, if you go to the doctor and break your arm, uh, you know, if you have a mental health issue, there's a doctor for that too. It's completely normal. I love that. I love that you say that it's normal because I think, you know, I have had moments and bouts of depression. I have had anxiety attacks, you know, and I never thought of it as something normal. I, I was always scared or thought, you know, what's wrong with me because of that? And it's only years later, you know, as a teenager, I'm having this. It's only years later that I look back and think, that's normal. That's, yeah. you know, I'm not the only one having this. There's nothing wrong with experiencing that. And only years later was I able to actually put a name on it. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's not your fault. That's not, that's not our fault. It's, you know, we were ill prepared. We didn't have the tools. We weren't taught about this in school. Um, you know, society told us it's, uh, you should be ashamed to talk about these things. That's hush hush. Um, so it really, you know, you can uh, blame whoever you want as long as it's not yourself. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, these conversations, the ones you and I are having right now and, you know, the concept of it and the theme for this year, that's one of the reasons why for my birthday, I wanted to raise money for Mental Health America because I think, you know, helping them because I think we, we raised over, was it a thousand dollars? Well, we definitely raised over a thousand dollars. I think it was close to like 1500 or something like that. Something like that. It's, it's now in December. So I'm trying to remember, but it, it was over 50. Whatever it was, it was awesome. It was amazing. Anthony was kind enough to donate as well. And 
I will be facing my fear of heights at the end of December before 2018 ends uh, in thanks to all of you. But one of the reasons I wanted to raise money was because Mental Health America is one of those resources to help people and provides testing. Yes. And yeah, they, yeah. it's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's free screenings out there. Um, but aside from Mental Health America, NAMI is a really, really great organization as well, National Alliance on Mental, on mental Illness, um, and a lot of other great uh, you know, resources out there and, and people and things in your community. You actually wouldn't, you could, you'd be surprised. There's, there's stuff going on every day. You just got to kind of look for it. So if you can find one of those great websites like Mental Health America and, uh, click around in there, there's bound to be a little community link or classes. Uh, I did, I did some free classes here in Virginia that were, um, paid for by the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, just get to get that knowledge just to get that knowledge and to be aware, whether you have mental health Ill, um, uh, issues or not, um, just to be aware of, of your friends and family and those around you so that you can be there for them and you can have a little bit of knowledge to maybe know what's going on when they don't. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think one of the, one of the things that is, that I'd like to change and that I hope, you know, changes with time is, the stigma surrounding it and how it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to have conversations with your friends. In fact, it's important with your family when you're not feeling well, when you're down, when you're stressed, you know, don't let it build up and inside of you until, you know, you lose your mind. That's Mm -hmm. not healthy either. Yeah. And I think, I think that, that, that paradigm, I think that, that access is shifting um, with more and more celebrities coming um, oh, that's true. You know, in the media and them having that voice to be able to reach a lot of people um, and and share their experiences. I think that has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to do with it. And, you know, in some cases, we've lost some people along the way. Sure. Um, Many which people, is yeah. which is unfortunate. Um, but uh, as long as we have those advocates, um, we can reach more and more people and, uh, you know, prevent um, things like suicide and self-harm from happening to begin with. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of an arrogance to thinking you, you are never going to be susceptible to mental health issues. It's something that affects everyone, regardless of your gender, regardless of your race, regardless of your educational or uh, status in life, it mm-hmm. it affects everyone across. Yeah, it doesn't. The board. It doesn't discriminate. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I, I've said that before, and I totally agree. Because I think um, in Indian culture, you know, to admit weakness, to admit that you are not a hundred percent that you have, it's not heard of. I mean, it, unfortunately, people will s- rather suffer in silence and ignorance, yes. and that's mm-hmm. a shame. And I don't think you know, for all my. Um, Daisies out there who are listening for Asians, anyone, minorities, whatever, it doesn't matter what race, culture, actually, to be honest, you know, don't suffer in silence. It's okay. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, to your point, you said that there are a lot of advocates out there now. Uh, I know a few, uh, Sean Mendez, uh, Chris Wood, uh, Taraji P. Henson just started a foundation also. I mean, there's so many, and, you know, it's necessary. So if you're a Afraid to find help, or you're afraid you think you're alone. I think Anthony and I are, are here to tell you you're not. Not at all. And there's so many times where 
I'll be talking to someone or something will come up in conversation and I'll be like, oh yeah, I've taken that antidepressant before or, uh, you know, something just a little comment like that. And somebody I've known a long time will look at me and they'll be like, wait, hon, you have depression? You, what, what's going, what just happened? Cause they don't know, yeah. uh, you know, and it's just, it is a lot more common than you would think. Yeah. Just some people are either embarrassed or scared to talk about it. And, um, like you said, there's, um, yourself, you've, you know, had issues with anxiety and a lot of people do. And just because you don't have issues with anxiety every day doesn't mean, um, that you need to be, you know, ashamed of those instances where you do, because it's, it's just something normal that happens. Yeah. And, you know, you said something which I want to focus on for a second is how somebody you knew heard you just kind of mention something in passing and they were like, wait, you have depression. And I think it's because you live a full functioning life. And mm -hmm. I think people often, at least I, I thought, you know, before I knew better, I thought if you had a mental health issue, right, whatever it was, then you would not have a full functioning life in the sense of you would just be debilitated and on the side of the road, you know, what TV portrays, you know. Yep. In a padded room with a yeah, straight jacket. Absolutely. So yeah. the fact that, you know, you you said it so um, casually is like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah, it's And it's true. taken a lot of work to, to get to that mm -hmm. point. Um, and, and for a lot of people, um, they, they can't. They can't function it because they have um, a, a culmination of, of a lot of different mental health issues going on to the point where they can't function. Mm -hmm. um, but to get to this point, it's, it's a lot of work. Uh, it's a lot of maintenance. But it's something you have to do for yourself to get better. And, uh, you know, I have, I have my moments. I'll be, you know, there'll be a couple of days here and there where on my day off, I just got to sleep all day. You know, that's my thing. I kind of just hang out, I'll sleep and keep to myself. Um, cause I do have those, you know, little dips and dives and things. And those days happen, there's nothing I can do about it. And I just kind of roll with it and go on with it the next day and, you know, see what happens from there. But my, my down days are way, way, way less frequent than they used to be. I mean, I would lay in bed for like days on end, like four or five days um, in, in my worst and my worst, darkest days. And that doesn't happen anymore. And this helps. This is therapy for me. But that you getting past that, that was because you got help? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. I, I want people to understand, you know, you got help. It wasn't something, I mean, you, you may have been able to figure out on your own. I, I don't want to speak for you, but you did get help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's okay to reach out to other people. You don't have to be so proud and so macho. You know, I'm a man and we're talking about feelings. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it is, you know, it, it's okay. It's okay. You can still grow a beard and, and drink, um, you know, craft beers. Mm -hmm. You're still a guy. You're still, you still have feelings. It's okay. Well, you know, to your point earlier in our conversation, right? Physical health affects your mental health. Mental health affects your physical health. You know, if you are suffering from mental health and you're not taking care of it, you're going to see physical manifestations of that. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, depression can lead to exhaustion. You staying in bed, not being able to do anything. It can lead one thing to the other. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause all that stuff is connected. I mean, your brain is the most powerful, um, tool that you have. It's, it's, it's amazing. And we don't utilize nearly enough of it. And, um, 
you know, those, those chemical reactions that are going on, um, it does it. It's everything is connected to it. So if your brain's not working right, your body won't work right. And I just, it just, it science, there's nothing you can really argue about that. You know, it, it's interesting because, you know, I want to make it clear when you, when you go to get help for your mental health, it's for you. It's not for, for other people. It's for you. That being said, keep in mind that how you act and how you feel can have a ripple effect, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, your loved ones will definitely feel it. Um, I put a lot of people through a lot of crapola um, before I decided to, you know, stop self-medicating and, you know, stop, uh, you know, drinking or doing drugs or whatever I was doing and staying out, uh, you know, and not coming home at night. Um, a lot of people worried about me for a long time and, uh, they couldn't be prouder of me now. When you were going through that though, did that even occur to you that other people were being affected by how you were? It's, it's tough to say. Really, I'm sure deep down somewhere in there I knew, mm-hmm. but I just, I wasn't able to do something about it or to care enough at the time because I didn't care about myself. In my head, I'm like, how do you, how could you not care about yourself? But it's possible, isn't it? It is. Yeah. You just, you become self-destructive and you just lose all control. Wow. As long as you hold on to the light, uh, the darkness, you can get through it. So. That's what I'm here to, to tell you today. So it's not all doom and gloom, people. No, and you know, to your to your point earlier when we when we first started, we're shining a light. This is some positivity for you guys today, right? Anthony is a survivor. Like quite literally, like I tried to jump off a building. Okay, now you got to follow it up because you, you. Oh yeah, you sorry, tried, that was awkward. I never told you that before. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> What? I mean, go ahead. <clears throat> He's okay, though. Now. Yes, I'm here. I am. Um, yeah, there was, man, there was there was times where I'd be, you know, sitting in my room drinking and so depressed. And this was before, way before I got help. Um, you know, sitting there alone, I had nobody. Well, I mean, I had people. They just weren't physically with me. Um, and, you know, I would, I, I would often idolize, idealize these, you know, I'm not good enough. Why am I here? You know, I should just, I should just take my life because it all became in my mind. It all became too much just to deal with the emotion and the, what I call the emotional technology that's going on. And, you know, to the point where I actually, I went up the fire escape and I was hanging out at the time, just drinking a couple of beers and smoking cigarettes up on the roof. And I was just like, you know, F it. And if I wasn't so intoxicated, I would have been able to lift my leg over the, the wall of the, the roof. But I just physically was not, I was so intoxicated. I couldn't do it. I ended up just passing out up on the roof, but I had every intention to jumping off the building that night. Um, and a lot of people don't know that, but I couldn't and I didn't because there was something greater in the universe that didn't allow me to do that. And that's why this, this message is so important to me to be able to tell people that, um, you know, your life does matter and that, you know, no matter what you're going through, 
as dark as the rabbit hole is, I've been there too. And I'm here to tell you that things can and will get better and things have never been better in my life than they are right now. And it just took unfortunate circumstances to get here. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, guys. It's yeah, all the cliches are true. Yeah, I it's hate cliche that. cliche for a reason, though, right? I mean, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I know people get frustrated. Oh, such a cliche. It's a cliche. Yeah, for they're a so true. Yes. I hate it, but they are. They are. You are proof of it. You are proof I, that the cliches are true. And guys, you know, get help. You know, I think that's the biggest message I want to share is, you know, whether it's talking to someone you trust Going and reaching out to Mental Health America, you know, if you need to reach out to one of us, please do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I put myself out there all the time. Um, Actually, I went to a course, so um, I have a certification now. So if somebody is in in crisis, I'm able to to handle, excuse me, I'm able to handle that situation um, to avoid them from, uh, you know, type of self-harm and stuff like that. And I, I hope to continue that education to, to be able to, to help and reach others and to prevent tragedies from happening. Um, and then, you know, there's some other great tools that people would not think about that are really, could really help. Writing um, is so therapeutic. It helped me. Um, you know, if you can't speak your feelings, write them down. And, you know, you, you don't even have to show it to other people. It could just be for yourself. And music, music got me through so much. Oh my God. Um, it, there's so many great effects on your mental health that music can have. I think, I think Bob Marley said it the best. He said, uh, when the music hits, you feel no pain. And and when I heard that, I was like, wow, that is heavy, man. That and is- he's so right. He's so right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this before I let you go, Anthony. Um, no, don't go. <laughs> well, so that pe- so that people can continue chasing their dreams, you know, we got to let oh, them go. Okay. But Sorry. What is one thing you would <clears throat> recommend to a dream chaser today to take action for? Create small habits every single day that are going to propel you to bigger, better, more attainable goals and bigger habits. Integrate those into your daily life. Try new things. Don't be stagnant. Don't do the same thing every day. Do something that, do something that scares you. Do something, nothing, you know, don't do anything crazy, but step out of your comfort zone because being content never got anybody anywhere. That's deep and true. That's deep and true. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be scary, but just, just try it. Yeah. Guys, that, that is awesome advice. And when I second, that you should be doing for sure. Anthony, thank you so much for coming on and just talking with me today about this. Cause I, you know, I think it's a very important topic and I don't know anyone better than you to have that conversation with also. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I hope to see you at some conferences next year. Absolutely. And guys, that was Anthony Hayes. Isn't he awesome? I just loved our conversation and we could have kept on going. We really could have, but you know, everybody has a life. And so we couldn't, but hopefully he'll come back on the show and we'll keep talking about it down the road. So guys, you can learn more about Anthony over on the show notes page at amyj21.com slash episode 171. That's episode 171. Until next time, keep chasing. 
Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Chasing.